Episode 32 of the Beyond the Cubicle podcast. Mm-hmm. Today we have a an interesting topic. Mm-hmm. I think we're still playing with the title, but for right now, it's you got passed over. Now what? Make you want to holler and throw up both your hands. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's some ties to some relationship stuff, too, but we'll get mm-hmm. into it. Beyond the Cubicle, mm-hmm. check out the intro. <laughs> I'm Brian Montgomery. I'm Eric Kelly. The big guy. The guy with all the knowledge. <laughs> uh, hopefully I'm a conduit because I know I ain't got the knowledge. Uh-oh. Right. <laughs> In fact, wisdom comes from experience. Most of it bad. Most of so it bad. Straight up. Social media, Beyond the Cubicle. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at This Is BTC. Mm-hmm. You can find us on YouTube. Um, if you're listening on Apple products, whether it's an iPad, iPhone, um, go ahead, rate and review us five stars. Leave us some comments. Uh, it helps other people find us on the platform. Mm-hmm. Please share. Please That's, share. Please share. Um, right into the topic today. Mm-hmm. All right. So there, there's this thing that we talk about with relationships all the time, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Marriages, long-term relationships, whatever, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it's this concept or this reality of... Um, Unmet expectations. Oh, man. That's at the center of every time you're dissatisfied with something. Right. And I, I, I talk a lot about just from my experience, you, you're married, you've been married for a time, I've been mm-hmm. married for a time. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, we end up talking a lot about unspoken, uh, unexpressed expectations. Absolutely. And unmet expectations. Absolutely. Right. So, today's topic has to deal with this on a work level, though. Mm. Oh. Right? Okay. Okay. So, it does. You went to school. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You got your degree. Mm -hmm. You might have two degrees. Mm -hmm. You might even have three degrees. Mm -hmm. They could be master level, PhDs, right? Whatever. whatever. Boom. You walk into an interview, you expect, hey, I'm going to get this job and I'm going to make X. Okay. Mm -hmm. Maybe that part works out. Then you get into the actual workplace. Have mercy. And then you're like, I have all these credentials. Mm-hmm. I'm good. Mm-hmm. Or you can even say, I have all this experience. I'm smart. I'm smart. Mm-hmm. And I know it. Mm-hmm. And I'm good. I should be at the top of the chain here within three to five years. Mm-hmm. Or shorter. Mm-hmm. And then... It oh, just, it doesn't As soon as you say that, I'm like, uh, you know we have drug testing at this point. <laughs> and, 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 and you, you, unmet expectations. It's big. Man, that's exactly what goes on at work. Right. So I, you and I were talking before we recorded, like during the week, and you had a couple scenarios. Oh, um, man. Where this is like. Yeah. Yeah, it is so huge. I, I, I do a lot of coaching, mm-hmm. and and uh, it's faith based, right? You know, so I believe I'm I'm asking for the spirit's guidance and whatever, but I'm running into a series of people that um, they're getting passed over for mm-hmm. promotion, yeah, uh, or they're reorganizing, and the boss they thought had their back did not keep them safe. (laughs) (laughs) And they're in the wind going, how did this happen to me? Right. 
And one of one part of me kind of goes, <clears throat> boo, what did you think was going to happen? Right. The other part remembers when I was them. Yeah. And I came in, you know, had an afro, scared people to death. But, man, I'm smart. I can do this. I can do whatever. And I didn't understand the organizational dynamics. Mm-hmm. Uh, nobody's worried about me as an individual. Right. They're worried about what do I bring to the table. Right. And when you get passed over mm-hmm. or somebody doesn't protect you, they're reorganizing all the time, and you, you're you alone. You're just out there in the wind. Uh that relationship that you're talking about, somebody was not convinced that you were the person they needed to make sure it was there. Yeah. That sucks on the ego part. It does. You know, you've been working, you, you work late, yep. your spouse, and it's, it's male and female. There's, there's no difference. Oh, yeah. Your spouse is missing you. Your kids are like, where are you? Uh, and you're putting that extra time in because the fantasy you have in your mind, mm-hmm. the expectation that is not going to be met is right. when I do this, they're going to say, you are wonderful. Right. No, man. So I think it, here's how we can start to get into this. What are, let, like, let, let's, let's list out some of our typical expectations okay. of what happens when we enter the workplace. Okay. Right? Just our typical expectations. Typical. I think if I work hard, the harder I work, the more I'm going to get from them. Right. Okay. And I would add the more hours that I put in, okay. I, I expect that 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 adds some cachet to my name. <laughs> yes. I expect there be a degree of fairness. And I would also add. <laughs> 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 Wait, that one's loaded. <laughs> uh, yeah, I would also add that another expectation is um, because I have degrees. Yes. Um, that should put me at a certain point yes. when I walk in the door. Yes. Without having to prove myself right off the bat. All of these thoughts should uh, be accompanied by a trip to the drug test lab. <laughs> because, and, 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 and somebody says, is this cynical? I said, no, this is just basic human nature. And for my faith people, go back to the good book. The book's got stories of the same things we're talking mm-hmm. about, and it happened centuries and centuries ago. Mm-hmm. Here's a couple of things that happen. At work, that company that you work for, right. they were not there for your pleasure or for your uh, success or your satisfaction. And that, that's a great point. And, and it's funny because I've, I've kind of, so my, my oldest child has recently started working. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he he's heard me and his mother talk just about <laughs> fairness and what that word really is not. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, but also just, you know, we, we've always tried to give him perspective mm-hmm. <clears throat> ahead of time. So once he entered the workplace or just once he started to get out into the world and having to do things on his own, mm-hmm. he'd be a little bit more prepared. Teenage mm-hmm. minds work the way they work. You know, they hear some things that goes in one ear and out the other. But it was interesting because, uh, you know, I, I remember the other day I was I was talking to him and, you know, he was like talking about taking off work or something and, it, the tone of it was just kind of like this general assumption oh, that it's gonna be all right. Yeah, and it's like, no. oh, like they need me. 
You know what I'm saying? They like they hired me, like um, but it wasn't arrogant. It was just like no, a naivete. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And I was, I just, I didn't even say anything. I just remember sitting there, like, oh man, like that is striking because that same naivete yes. happens with adults when we enter the workplace. Yes. We generally expect that because we got hired. Yes. And we have a skill set and we know that we work hard and that type of thing, right? That um, the expectation is the company needs us just as much as we need them. Not even close. Right. Now, this week, and I think I remember sharing this with you, and it's attributed to The Rock. But this quote, man, I have shared this with everybody this week. It is so true. Mm -hmm. There's no need to be cynical or sad about it. Mm -hmm. But here's the quote. The quote is, take care of you because if you died today, your job will be posted online before your obituary. <laughs> and you know that's real. That's why I'm laughing. You know that is so real. Now, Oh, my. And this it's, is it's not, so spot on. This is not going to feel good to some people listening. Because some people listening to this uh, broadcast right now mm -hmm. believe that they are indispensable to their organizations. It's easy to feel that way. If, yes. if, if if I can defend them for a moment, I would say it's easy to feel that way because... They tell you that. Yeah, because... And, <laughs> yeah, in so many words. Because generally, if you go in and you take care of what's in your job description, you've heard us say this a lot, mm -hmm. you take care of what's in your job description, generally, you're safe, right? And if you do enough over an extended period of time to kind of keep your name in various circles as a go-to person, you're generally safe, right? That, that, and that's true. But that says nothing to moving up. No moving up or staying put when they start to reduce. Right. Oh, yeah. And then in these days, like, reductions are coming oh, fast man. and furious oh, with man. big corporate consolidations oh. and things like that, right? When two companies consolidate, so, they yeah. only need half the people. Yeah. It's like a, it's a squeeze. Oh, and and whoever your counterpart is on the mm -hmm. other side, if they're better than you, yeah, then you get a chance to do something else. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's true. So, like a personal a personal connection to that experience, um, you know, when I came from Atlanta, mm -hmm. um, you know, we merged with a company here in Houston, mm -hmm. and they call it a merger, but it was really we were the acquiring company in the deal. And so a lot of our people, if we were offered to come to Houston, of course, we came. A lot of people weren't. So it, most of us got replaced with Houstonians, right? Mm -hmm. Cool. So, But when I came here, the next year, another merger happened. And this time, we were the company being acquired. The acquiree. Right. The interesting thing that was happening was, and this was my first time experiencing that then, mm -hmm. you know, you come in and... And and this is why I can literally speak to this topic because I felt this way. <laughs> right. I knew how good I was. Right. 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 And as as humble as I think I am, mm -hmm. I like it's easy to have a level of arrogance about the the quality of work you do. You're good. Right. And so that's how I felt. Absolutely. But then so when they come to me and they're like, yeah, you know, everybody's having to re-interview for their jobs. I'm thinking in my head, what? <laughs> Look, in my head, this is what I wanted to say. Do you know who I am? <laughs> 
I'm re-interviewing. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, do you know who I am? I am yeah. the master they do of it pulling all. spreadsheets out of my butt. They, do you know who I am? They do it all the time. Right. And the, but that was, the the, that was my first experience, right? Yep. Again, yep. expectations. Yep. And so, and at that point, to, to tie it to our main topic, at that point, my expectations were, hey, the position that I was in, my next move was into the management space because of where I was positioned. Absolutely. That was a setback. Yeah. Okay. And you said, man, what? Where now, am I in the writing right, order? Now, to speak to our, 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 little, our little offshoot tangent right here about, you know, being completely replaced, they, the, the, the company that acquired us, which is the company I currently work for, mm-hmm. they replaced, the group that I went to got entirely replaced by people from our company. Yes. And I was like, I was happy for me yeah, and my team <laughs> because those were my friends. Absolutely. But I remember at one point being like, dang, but that's got to suck to be on the other side of that, though. Somebody went home with a musical chair? Yeah. Somebody didn't get a chair. I mean, yeah. the the only people, it was, so it was like eight people in the group. Yeah. Of which were three of them were managers. Yeah. The only people that were left were the three managers. And they replaced all of them with us. Absolutely. I was like, man. Absolutely. And here's the thing about here's the thing about fairness. Mm-hmm. And people of faith, please listen to me on this. Uh, the way that uh, the world is going now, you are going to experience in your career that mm-hmm. wasn't true of our parents all, all all together. But you're going to experience misplacement, displacement, reorganization. Right. It is going to happen to you. Now, I'm envious of some of you young guys coming out mm-hmm. because you guys come out of the box knowing, oh, I'm not buying into this lifetime cradle to grave thing somewhere. No. We did. Yeah. We did. We said, hey, and what happened somewhere in the 80s, companies changed their formula. For a moment, they were very uh, patriarchal. These are my people. These are whatever. Mm-hmm. Then the, the Wall Street stepped in. Mm-hmm. And when Wall Street became the central focus, Mm-hmm. All human beings are a number and an expense. Yes. So when you look at an expense, I have to go to the revenue line and see how much mm-hmm. revenue is this expense bringing me to determine value. Unless you're on a sales force, it's zero. Salesforce, Salesforce. If you can sell, yeah, you're balling. Yeah. But then they're going to readjust your, um, they're going to readjust your bonuses and salaries if you start making too much money. Of course. So. They're always going to keep that labor line somewhere. Yeah, somewhere in this range. And the rest of us are expense. Mm -hmm. So imagine, this is the arrogance. We go to work. Mm -hmm. We're bright. We're experienced. And let's say we are good at what we do. Yeah, absolutely. They still put our name as good as you are. They put our name on this little balance sheet and go, hmm, we don't need four of them. Let's see if we can get those down to two. How much will that save, Bob? And Bob figures it out and says, with benefits and whatever, if we get rid of those four people, we'll save $600,000. And, and here's where I, I would also add this, because I've, I've seen this yeah. happen. Yeah. And it doesn't matter the, in the industry. It could be whether you're doesn't in matter. professional services like myself with accounting and finance and doesn't that type matter. of thing. Yep. Whether you're in nursing, uh, teachers, whatever. The higher up you get, mm-hmm. the more risk there is Ooh. of you being kind of first out the door when Absolutely. it's time to make a squeeze. Absolutely. Because you cost more. You cost more, and those positions have more people shooting for them. Right. If you're the janitor, mm-hmm. 
there's nobody coming after your job. And you are critical to that firm. Yeah. Because they can't be sitting around wilding in garbage. Nobody's nah. going to come to work. The attitudes go poor. But if you're the vice president, mm -hmm. you got three or four guys below you. Yep. They've been waiting on you to get hit by a bus for mm -hmm. a long time. Yeah. So, yeah, you can be replaced. Yeah. Or you can make a, a gaffe. So I'm going to take it back to what, what we looked at, we started off with. Okay. You got passed over. Yep. Okay. And all the machinations and all the stuff that's going on organizationally, you get passed over. I want to deal with the emotional part first. Okay. It sucks. Absolutely. Okay. And what happens is it starts to invade how you value yourself, how you see yourself. Oh, okay. Yeah, now, I can see this. Without God, mm -hmm. I it is easy for me to let that job dictate my view of myself. Your me, own value. Your value. Let me give you mm -hmm. an instance. Okay. Guys are positional. Explain. Okay. Uh, hey, uh, Brian, how, you know, what do you do? Well, I'm a senior uh, accounting manager at blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Mm -hmm. I know where you are. Yep. Uh, what do you do? Well, I'm VP, director, blah, uh, blah, 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 blah. I get what you're saying. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Because we establish territory. <laughs> so I need to know who you are. Oh, are you in the Crips? Yeah. I'm in the Bloods. Who yeah. are you? I'm a lieutenant. Uh-huh. I see. Okay, so, so we established that. Now, many times when I listen to my wife mm -hmm. and your wife and whoever talks, they, they often, and it's not a rule, so nobody write in and say blanket statement, but I often hear more discussions that are relational. Okay. How many kids do you have? Who's in your family? You got, uh, blah, blah, blah. I hear more connectivity, which is actually more conducive right. to a cohesive organizational structure. Right. We don't do that. No, this is true. Well, who's in line? I know who the quarterback is. Right. I don't get a chance to call the plays. I accept that from day one. Yep. I'm not the quarterback. So because we, we, we live in this hierarchy... We look at the workplace pretty much the same way. Mm -hmm. So I have now allowed this work. Well, Eric, you're a senior manager. Well, yes. I come up. B, I just made senior manager. Oh, man. That's what's up. Yeah, yeah. Next day I come in. Oh, man. Y'all go to, you guys are out having pizza or whatever. Man, dude, he, he just made senior manager. I know he's balling. He's making some money. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Family looks better coming to church. <laughs> Maybe got extra diapers. You know, yeah. that whole, that yeah, whole yeah. cup. Okay, so now I've defined me, and I walked into work that day, and I haven't disrespected God. Mm -hmm. I'm returning, uh, giving to God. I, I thank him for the benefit. But there's a little twinge. Oh, yeah, of course. I have achieved. Yeah. And one day you... Your posture straightened up a little bit. Oh, man, I'm like... <laughs> and, and don't let him give me a bigger office. <laughs> yeah. I had a couple of corner offices that were so high that the clouds were below that. That's crazy. And helicopters went by. That's wild. I just looked at myself. and said, ooh, now, you know, I've lived in the projects, too, so yeah. I know... I, you, you know oh, what the bottom looks this like. This must be Jesus, because yeah. I know there's no way I can get up in this right. bad boy by myself. Right. So what happens is you come in one day, you say, Eric, you're gone. And, and you don't hate me. You say, the company's reorganized, and you're the odd man out, so you're gone. Mm -hmm. So what happens to my office? My title, the things that made me feel good. Even my wife liked it. She said, boy, you're moving up. Mm -hmm. You know, when your wife tells you you're balling. Yeah. You put that, you be, <laughs> So basically, in, in, in that is what you're saying is we have, for, for, for so long, we have derived our value for ourselves based off of external things. Yes. To the point that when those things are taken away, we don't know how to value ourselves. There are people that kill themselves. I was at a company that downsized yeah. and they cut these two guys. Mm -hmm. 
and they went to a different time, went to the same hotel and committed suicide. That's crazy. Yeah. Like life is over? Wow. Really? So, 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 okay, so cool. So, so we've covered what our expectations yeah. generally are. Yeah. Right. We've covered just kind of like our typical, um, uh, ways that we derive value for ourselves and how that's a lot of times based on the jobs. Right. Let's let's talk uh, briefly about kind of what some of the typical and and you and, and and a little bit of background. Eric has worked in HR and HR related fields for thirty plus years, and so he's probably had to see a ton of these types of tra- transactions. So, but let's talk about some of the typical reactions of people when. Um, they aren't they. The company doesn't see the value that they see in themselves right. in this space, <laughs> right. and that, and and that's just a fancy way of saying they're getting overlooked for things that they feel like or they they feel they deserve should oh, be should be theirs. Absolutely. Um, one of the things, and I was looking up here, one of the uh, things that we see mm-hmm. exactly. Uh, uh, mirrored when this happens is uh, the grief. Oh, yeah. The dealing with grief. The cycle of grief. It is, it's the same thing. Uh-huh. Or, and the same, same thing happens anytime there's unpleasant mm-hmm. forced change. Mm-hmm. Okay, so the very first thing is shock. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, you can't even respond. You've right. been coming to this office or you've been coming to your job for Four years. Right. It's out of habit. You do it sleep. You've done it sleep. Yep. You've you've been to work on automatic so long, and then they say, no more. Right. The first thing you get faced with is shock and disbelief. Yes. Okay. Your next your your next emotion, well, shock is the first one, and then you cannot believe it. And you start running through your mind, well, what can I possibly have done to cause myself to get, you know, I'm, I, I work hard, and that's what everybody does. Mm-hmm. You know? uh, I work hard and, and you know, get all the stuff done. I do everything that my boss tells me to do. Right. And I'm still sitting out here with no job. Right. Then slowly, when it hits you, you start to get a little angry. You go like, this is a bunch of <laughs> bunch. <laughs> Yeah. Because it sinks in. Oh, yes, you are fired. Yeah. You are gone. You right. are laid off, whatever it is. Right. And they can call it, here's the fun thing I like. I like when it's not them, they call it right-sizing. Oh, gosh, man. These terms. Yeah, yeah. go ahead. Right-sizing, really. Yeah, come when it's on, you, man. I got downsized. <laughs> yeah. So, but, you know, well, we're right-sizing the company. Well, why don't you write out the door? <laughs> right. Why don't you do that right? So then my anger kicks in, uh-huh. and now I'm looking... Who do I go after? Mm-hmm. Now, this is where the lawsuit stage, yeah. and for those people that are not stable, this is where workplace violence kicks in. Yeah. Um, the anger part is I feel used and abused, and it's because of those unmet expectations. I thought this was going to be a fair place. And we've said way back at the beginning of this podcast, like uh, early episodes one, two, we might have even done like a bonus episode, which I think shows up in the fetus episode three. I think we did. Fair is just another four-letter word. Don't nobody love you but your mama. That's it. And don't get twisted. So then let's wrap this up by talking about how we really should be handling it. Okay. A couple of things, and 
And I'm going to tell you, if we ever talk about faith, this is a spot. Mm-hmm. This is a spot where you need some outside help from your higher power. Mm-hmm. First of all, you need to know that you are loved. Yes. You need to know that you do have value. Mm-hmm. And that, and the old saying, it sounds cliche, but it's so true. One man's trash is another person's treasure. Yeah. And you are valuable. Uh, take back your power and your view of yourself. So here's what I tell people to do. I like that. You get laid off. I want you to stop. I don't want you to think one negative thing. I want you to make a list. And I want you to take about three minutes. I want you to write as fast as you can all the positive, good things that you bring to the planet. Not just the job. Not the job. To the planet. Oh, I like this. The job has always limited us. Most of us can oh, do more like than our little job gives us. And as you look at those things, look at the things that are technical. Look at the things that have special skill. Look at the personality things. Some of you guys are kind. Some of you guys are thoughtful, and you always are empathetic with people. And some of you guys are thinkers and strategizers. Put all that down and look at it. Mm -hmm. Now, faith people, I said, now, I want you to take that list, and I want you to tell God, thank you, and read each one of those things Thank you for allowing me to be created this way. Thank you for giving me the strength to be empathetic. Thank you for giving me the strength to serve, Mm -hmm. to be thoughtful. Go down that list. Then the next part of the prayer is, God, take this vessel that you made and created and aim it to where you want it. Mm. Because where you were is done. Right. It is not worth, and and we're human, so we're going to go through the little thing. It's not really worth another thought. Mm -hmm. It's... uh, I don't. I, I try not to use this anytime any Bible school, but it's a, it's a Holy Ghost up yours. <laughs> yeah, I'm done with you. I'm done with this. The past. Mm-hmm. Paul says I'm forgetting what's back there because here's the real thing: people that are faith have faith in their believers. God has something good for you to do, and it's going to be better. Think about where you've come from and where you are. Right? Has it not gotten better? No, it's gotten way well, better. See, that was in the plan. Yeah. You, but you've been through some stuff to get there. Absolutely. So he's got something planned better. Now, latch into your faith. Mm-hmm. I go to promise books. I don't, I'm not one of these super holy people that's memorized everything. I go to my promise book and I look up under promises that have to do with faith, mm-hmm. promises that have to do with deliverance, promises that have to do with success, mm-hmm. and crowd those things in your mind. A couple things happen really quick. You will have a little light. Do it prayerfully. God, put this inside my head. You'll have a little light that comes on Mm -hmm. that goes, and and this happens in the grief process. It's the part of rationalization. Mm -hmm. You say, oh, well, that's done. Hmm. I wonder what's next. And that's it. I wonder what's next. I'm going to tell a story of my friend. Mm -hmm. I live with this guy. We've gone through so much together. But I was dating this young lady I was madly in love with. Mm -hmm. And... uh, she kicked me to the curb. Uh-huh. So I came in. I'm sitting there. He said, uh, man, what's up with you, man? You're looking down. I said, man, so-and-so kicked me to the curb. He said, really? Now, his next statement, he said, well, Halle Berry's free. <laughs> <laughs> I said, why are you so stupid? <laughs> and you know what his point he was? He had a point, though. His point, and that's exactly yeah. the point he was making. Okay. So... When you are facing these things, and people, this is a faith moment. Mm-hmm. When you're facing this thing, you do serve somebody that's bigger and more powerful than that company you came out of. Yeah, man. And he can direct your path. It's written. Direct my path. Lead me to where I want to go. I will tell you this. 
it happened to me. And within two years, I was surpassing the revenue that I had been making. That's it. And if you had told me that that was going to happen, I was like, not possible. I would also say that another tip to kind of help you get through is I think we need to just re at the beginning of this, before any of this stuff even happens to us, and then this is one of the reasons for the podcast, mm-hmm. recalibrate your expectations of what the workplace is. Yes. You know, um, kind of going back to the story I, w- I was starting to tell about my, my, my oldest, um, you know, to finish it off, basically we, like we told him like, look, the whole thing is like a, a non-binding contract between you and this this company. I'm exchanging my time to help you run your business, right? And in some cases, help you make money. Mm-hmm. In exchange for that, you compensate me rather fairly, mm-hmm. right, mm-hmm. for my time. And that is it, right? They don't owe me anything else outside of my paycheck. That's it. I'm not owed a promotion. I'm not owed um, bonuses <laughs> unless it's contractual. You know what I'm saying? Like, that is it. And so, yeah, like you say, we've put so much focus and so much and focus so much of our value on what we do at work and our nine to five. And I can understand we spend a lot of our time there. Yes. We've put so much there. Yes. That we've lost sight of the fact that these are companies whose number one and sole goal is to exist in perpetuity. That's it. And you always get on me for the big words, to exist forever. <laughs> <laughs> if you I got to spell in perpetuity, you know what I'm it's going to be a long day. Yeah, to okay. exist forever Yes. and to yes. make a lot of money. That's why they're there. That's it. Not to serve our, the employees. Not at all. And you're only there because you can help them make money. Right. You know, and so that's the reason yeah. for, um, that's the reason for our job. So we need to recalibrate our expectations. Absolutely. And uh, I might chop this up and put, put mine before yours because yours was such the best way to end this. Uh, last one I got to give you real quick. Go. Uh, young lady, we were talking, been passed over. Mm-hmm. They brought somebody else in that they liked better. Uh, this person was a bit distraught. We talked on the phone, had prayer, talked about whatever was going on. And she said, I am not led to raise a lot of hell about this. I said, I was curious because she was distraught. She said, but the Spirit's kind of telling me to let this one go. She said, but I want to tell them I saw what they did. Hmm. Uh, it is very typical. They'll tell, they'll get rid of you for not being able to do something and then br- bring in two people and split your job up. Right. I watched that happen. Right. Uh, she sent me a note back last week. Mm-hmm. New job, more money, new boss. And basically she just prayed for God to lead her to where she wanted to go. That's it, man. So, yeah, it it, it happens. But understand, not only you're not alone, it might be in the bigger plan for your good. Why me? And that's that verse that says all things work for together for the good. For good. But the bottom part of that verse said that are called according to his purpose. So mm. make sure that your purpose at that job is not to floss, right. but it's to help. Yeah. And I think that's a good way to, to cap that off. You've been listening to Beyond the Cubicle, episode 32. Mm. Like I said, all the social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, at This Is BTC. <laughs> I'm Brian Montgomery. Eric Kelly. The big dog. 
Catch y'all next week. Peace.